Praise the name of the Lord. This is D.K. Groom to Rock Solid Truth, and I'm so glad that you've joined us tonight. If you've got your Bibles, please turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. We're going to be quoting a well-known scripture. We have been dealing with this for the past nine weeks, and it's all about being rooted and grounded in love. It's all about comprehending the breadth, length, and depth, and height of God's love, to know the love of Christ which passes our knowledge that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, I've just about said the entire scripture, but let's read it again. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Let us pray. Father, thank you for praise. Thank you for your praise, and thank you, Lord, for reaching down and touching us. We magnify you, exalt you, and thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the lives of your children. We ask you now, Lord, to do a mighty work. Every word that is spoken, Lord, to find a place of planning that your name shall be exalted. We'll give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. I want you to take notice that this verse of scripture, the emphasis of the scripture is on how much God loves us and not on how much we love God. And that's the point that's being made, that the love of God in your spirit is from God. (laughs) That love, The fruit of the Spirit is from God. And only through revelation of his love is that love going to be transferred to other people. If it's not coming forth from the revelation of God's love, then you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to walk in and trying to give forth something that you do not understand. And do you remember when I told you about the revelation that when If you don't understand something pertaining to the Word of God, that Satan can steal it. Because that's exactly what Satan does. When you don't have understanding concerning something in Scripture, Satan has the right to come and steal it. You and I have to understand the revelation of God's agape love. If we don't get this revelation in the order that it's been given, then you and I are trying to be the creator instead of being the creation. Only the creator of love can give forth that which he has created, and only the creation can be the recipient of that love. That's a powerful word. If you're trying to give forth his love and you don't understand it, then you as a creation cannot give away something that you'd understand or possess. When you're trying to love God and love other people without the revelation of God's love, it's a very difficult thing. In fact, it's an impossible thing. And and so you begin asking God to respond to you because of your efforts to love. And the truth is that we are not able to love on our own. That's the truth. In order to love, in order to allow the agape love of God to flow through us, we have to understand the love of God. God's love comes from him. 
It does not come from us. And the love that you operate in as a born-again child of God should be the expression of his love and not you trying to love people. All of the things that we're doing at Rock Solid, the nursing homes, the not the nursing homes, but the orphanage homes, and the feeding of the villages, and the water, and the Bibles, and all of the things that we are doing are an expression of his love working through us. If you do not have the love of God, and if you do not understand the love of God, that is not going to flow through you. Here's what religion has done. It's turned this thing around, and it's convinced people to try and generate his love towards God and fellow man. And religion tells you that when you've done good enough, when you've done enough good deeds, when you've done enough good things, then God will manifest his love towards you. That's ridiculous. We were not created creatures of love. It is God that loves us. Look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. There are a tremendous amount of people who are born again who have not experienced, nor are they living in the love that God has for them. And the very evidence of that is the guilt and the condemnation that they walk in. The condemnation that they live in, the frustration of trying to go through trying to go through their lives loving people. You know, isn't it amazing that how do you expect to flow in the copy love if you're only using filial love? How do you expect to flow in God's agape love if you're only dealing in filial love? Filial love is a friendship love. Filial love is God's kind of love. Look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 11. Beloved, if God loved us, we ought also to love one another. If we come into the revelation of God's love, then Scripture is telling us that the revelation of that love would cause us to love others. That is not what this verse is saying. Look at verse 12. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. This is not what this verse is saying. If we love other people, then God's love will dwell in us and his love will be perfected in us. Even though this is old English, many will be confused by, the, by, by what's being wrote here. The scriptures are plain. The scriptures are telling us that God dwelling in us, because God dwells in you, it's the love of God dwelling in you that causes you to love other people. And that that love perfected in us through the word of God is an expression of him. When you see that love expressed towards others in genuineness and sincerity, then you can rest assured that the love that you are witnesses is the love of God perfected. The only way that this happens is through the love of God because You are incapable of this kind of love. 
You are incapable on your own of agape love. The only way that agape love is going to be able to flow through you is going to be through the expression of your own self and that love that he's given to you flowing out of you to someone else. Don't confuse it with kindness. Don't confuse it with good deeds. Don't confuse it with volunteering with, for a nursing home. Don't confuse it with helping an old lady across the street. Don't confuse it with being gentleness and nice. The kind of love that I'm speaking about is the love that sticketh closer than a brother. The love that you would give your life for, like Jesus Christ gave his life for you and I. That kind of love is generated from the Creator, who is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and it flows through us, his creation. Look first John chapter four verse thirteen. First John chapter four verse thirteen. Hereby know, we, hereby know we that we dwell in him and in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. This is not saying that if you dwell in God's love, that if you dwell in God, it, let me say it again. This is not saying that if you dwell in love, God dwells in you. That is not what it's saying. It's saying just the opposite. If God dwells in you, then the love that dwells in you will cause you to love others if you have understanding to the breadth, length, depth, and height of his love. Because love always flows out of relationship. Love is always based out of relationship. And it's relationship that causes us to love other people. I'll say it again. Love is always based out of relationship. And it's out of relationship with God that causes us to love other people. What a powerful word. A powerful word. Love flowing out of us to other people is God's kind of love. And the reason that it flows out of us to others is because God's love is within us. That's the expression of God's love reaching out to others. I have known many, many people, and their prayer requests have always been, Pastor, will you pray that God will show me an expression of his love? How do you want that to happen? If you can't see Jesus Christ giving up his life for you, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you can't see that kind of love, how do you expect it to be shown through your emotion? First of all, you can't be shown through your emotion. It has to be shown through agape love and through your understanding of his love. Powerful word. Look at John, First John chapter 4, verse 17. Aaron is our love made perfect, 
we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Aaron is our love made perfect. The scripture is telling us about our love being made perfect through the revelation of Almighty God. And it's also implying to us that we can have imperfect love. Amen? What is imperfect love? Imperfect love is that which is based and founded upon some kind of fear, which hinders us from embracing his love. What would that be? What would what would that be? What would be imperfect love? What would be what would that imperfect love, how would it manifest itself? Worry. Worry is manifested out of fear. Anxiety out of fear. Imperfect love is that which is based and founded upon some kind of fear. And then worrying, anxiety, unworthiness, all those types of things are showing us that our love is imperfect. And if your love is imperfect, if you worry, if you have anxiety, if you have all of these things, then you know what that fear has torment. And torment brings agony and bondage. And how does that agony and and torment take place? Condemnation, guilt, not feeling worthy, failure, low self-esteem, fear of the unknown. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. What are we talking about? Imperfect love. How do we get rid of that? How do we come into the revelation of perfect love. You come into that when you start trusting Jesus. You don't worry about finances. You don't worry about what's going to take place. You don't worry about none of those things because your trust is in Jesus. Your trust is in the Word of God. And when your trust is in the Word of God, then that then that brings forth that you begin to know the depth, length, depth, and height of his agape love. He says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. That's his word. He will never leave you nor forsake you. If he will never leave you nor forsake you, then why do we worry? Why is there anxiety? Why are all of these taking place if we really trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, I've said this so many times. And I've said this, that if Jesus plus anything is nothing, Jesus plus nothing is everything. Powerful word. Imperfect love causes all of those things, worrying, anxiety, torment, agony, bondage. And the... And the reason, the how you get rid of those is that you say these things over and over and over and over again. You will not leave me nor forsake me. You love me. You love me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
your love is an expression of who I am. And you keep being positive towards these things through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the Word of God, and that imperfect love will come to a place of perfection. How do I know? Because it's happened in my life. It's happened in my life. To come to the revelation of God's agape love. Let us pray. Father, I want to thank you and praise you today that the mighty name of Jesus Christ shall be exalted. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this word, and I pray that the ears have heard it, the heart has contemplated it, and that you shall be magnified and glorified. We'll give you all the praise and all of the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, and all of God's people said, amen. This is D.K. Groom with Rock Solid Truth. Go with God, and he will surely go with you.